The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And hello, everyone. I am rocking us today on Is Your Soul Hiding at Work? Is Your Soul Hiding at Work? I'm going to dive into some techniques that you can use to bring your soul back to life that you can use to bring your soul to work. This is my whole entire premise in helping lift folks into a career that really feels good. Here's the thing. Our soul is our power plant. Our soul is that aspect of ourselves that has us enliven ourselves first, and then we can enliven others. But what happens is that in the work environment, we're bombarded. We're bombarded with everything from statements and shutting ourselves, shutting others, shutting us down, bosses, coworkers, teammates, all sorts of feedback that we get. And I'm going to talk today about how all of that feedback can really impact us in a way to shut our soul down. Now, here's the thing. Work is not the first place that we've received feedback that has pushed our soul down. And this is an important aspect because we bring who we are and all of the things that have happened to us to the workplace. It's almost like we have our arms full of all kinds of stuff. And every time we go into work and we show up, we bring all that stuff with us. But you know what? It's hidden. It's hidden in our energy body and our consciousness. And it is the filter. All of that stuff is the filter that we receive information into our soul, into that energy body that's either getting brighter or dimmer. We're either getting more illuminated each and every day or things are getting turned down because we might need to protect ourselves. <clears throat> our I amness is our soul. So if we say, I am never going to get ahead, I am always criticized in meetings, I am always behind, I am always overworked, whatever we say with an I am statement follows consciousness. And we bring forth 
those statements. So we have feedback that we're getting from others, and we have consciousness tapes that are running all the time, telling us things about who we are. We are literally reprogramming ourselves every single day with our internal dialogue and the external feedback. And this, in many instances, with us as human beings having this experience, in many instances, this causes us to hide and shut down because the feedback and the tapes don't feel good. And when we're in a non feeling good state, we are shutting our soul's energy down as a protective mechanism. Now, many of you remember psychology 101. When we're under stress, there's three things we do. We fight, we flee, or we freeze. That's our physiology. That's our body's way of reacting to stress. There's not too many folks who are talking about, well, what happens to our soul? When our physiology is in flight mode, but we're at a desk, in a cubicle, doing work, we can't run anywhere. So we have an oversupply of adrenaline and cortisol coursing through our body. And that feeling doesn't feel good. And it triggers all sorts of messages in our energy body and our consciousness. And those messages are the negative tapes that get played. When we're feeling stress mode, we're not usually playing positive tapes. We're usually playing negative self-protective tapes. And so therefore, we have to go into a further and further negative state because we're playing negative tapes. We're continuing to hide. We're continuing to shut down. We can't run. We can't fight, although some of us do. I've had a few arguments at my workplace because I was stressed out and I didn't know what else to do. So I lashed out at someone. What do you mean we can't do that? What do you mean that budget's going to have to get cut? What do you mean I'm going to have to reduce 10% of my headcount? What do you mean? We always have a reaction. Whether we do something with it or not is basically up to us. It's our choice. But the body has the reaction. And when we're stressed out, we are pushing our soul's energy down to protect it. And frankly, that's the exact opposite thing that we ought to be doing. Because under siege, we need our soul more than ever. Otherwise, we continue to go down spiral. So we're going to talk a little bit about what we can do to bring that soul back to life. But I want to really make an emphasis about what is actually happening that is pushing that soul's beautiful energy down. We're getting assaulted in the workplace, maybe even at home. Maybe we're not getting the love that we want from our spouse, partner. Maybe we're uh, fighting with our teenage kids all the time. We're continuing to get assaulted, basically, and under stress. If your boss looks at you in the same way that a disapproving look from your mother or father, you're going to have a trigger that's going to be completely subconscious, that's going to cause you to play a tape that may also be completely subconscious about not being worthy, about not being loved. 
and you're going to have a reaction and you may not even know that this reaction is going on. And then you're going to start to feel uneasy and you're going to shut yourself down just a little bit, but you may not notice it because it's subtle. It's subconscious. But all the while, your energy body and your consciousness are receiving all of this information and things are going on and that's what causes you to be you. And if it's too negative, it's going to push the soul down and your soul is going to be hiding and you're not going to feel good. And you're going to wonder, how in the world can I possibly keep this up? How in the world can I continue to live this way? And then perhaps if it persists, that may lead to other symptoms, other alarm bells that are ringing for you, high blood pressure, chronic headaches, GI disturbances, depression. Maybe you start to isolate socially. Perhaps you get so depleted at the end of the day that you actually do nothing when you get home. Maybe you even overspend or overdrink in order to ameliorate your feelings. All of these things are symptoms of the soul hiding because it was put in hiding because you're hurt. And the way out is to bring it back to life. Now, here we are on Unity Radio, reading the Daily Word. I love my Daily Word. I've been reading it for 35 years. And I absolutely rely on that little spark to bring me back, to, to center me, to focus me. Whatever that word is for the day, I bring that into my heart. And, you know, that feels good. But there's deeper work to be done to really free the soul. There's deeper work for you to identify who you are at that deep level. If you're already in a little bit of soul pain or perhaps the work environment is not feeling good, uh, feel free to, to give me a call. I'd love to coach you and talk to you live here on the radio about what's going on. It's 816-251-3555. And I'd be happy to talk to you about whether your soul is hiding, is it hiding at work and what to do about it. So when we have this pushed down feeling, when we have this depletion at the end of the day, which by the way happens because we're using all of our energy to protect ourselves, to protect our soul. When we have that feeling, it almost feels like there's, there's nothing you can do. But I'm going to tell you what, I want you to bring your soul back to life by doing some very simple techniques that are a lot of fun. And you know, one of them is so simple and so easy, you're going to wonder why this isn't something that you've heard before, and maybe you have. Here's one technique that is so fun. I talk about this on my webinar. I coach women in my workshop on this same technique. I want you to think about your favorite pet. Now, I didn't grow up with, with, with pets. I didn't grow up with, with animals in my household. I have a favorite pet now. I have a dog. Her name is Maggie. She's a delightful, delightful companion. We've had her for 13 years almost. And she is quiet, friendly, loving, steady. 
She's always there. And she does her own thing. And when I say those words about my beloved dog, I'm calling out my reflection. I'm calling out the characteristics of my soul. I'm friendly, steady, loving. I like to do my own thing. People come into the house, her, wa- her tail is wagging. I'm the same way. Okay? I get my soul's reflection through that beautiful animal and what I see in her. As coaches, we have this little uh, cliche, you spot it, you got it. And when we look at a beautiful animal that we either had as a young person or we have now, a lot of my clients talk about a cat or a dog that they've had as a young kid or maybe even a neighbor's uh, pet that they didn't have one of their own. We call out our soul's reflection. Let's take a caller. We have a uh, wonderful caller here today. And hello there. How are you today? Hello. 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 Hi. How are you? I'm good. I didn't know if that was going to happen that easily. So, hello, (laughs) Mo. This is Sandy. Hey, Sandy. How are you? I'm good. Oh, Um, nice to hear from you. I have a question for you. Yes, indeed. I'm on the verge of starting a new job after being off for a few months, trying to recalibrate my career. Yes. And I really related to what you were talking about last week, too, the self-sabotage. And then today, when I heard you start talking again, I said, no, I really have to call her today because it's so <laughs> relevant right now. Yeah. Um, in some of my previous jobs, I have been labeled a troublemaker for trying to go the extra mile. Mm. And in this new job, um. I know that I'm, I need to try to avoid, I'm going to try to avoid fixing everything because that's also a, a big <laughs> instinct in me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but in this new role, I bring a lot of really valuable extra information into this, mm-hmm. this new role in terms of knowing many sides of the, the problem, many sides of the potential negotiation, I just, I have extra information that can be useful in many situations, Uh but could also, could also be perceived as troublemaking. And that is something I'm kind of battling with right now. Um, It's not, it's not a fear or it's not something that's going to keep me from doing a great job. I just... I have to know when I'm going to know it's too much mm-hmm. and and trust that trying to go the extra mile is, is going to be okay. Yeah. Okay, great. I, I have a few things. First of all, congratulations on the new job. Congratulations it's not, on... It's not done yet, show. but it's very okay. close. Okay, beautiful. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll say universe, it's done. <laughs> okay. So yeah. awesome, awesome. Uh, here's a, here's a few things to help you out. Um, 
the first thing, uh, kind of like new job advice, and in general, new job advice is this. You got two eyes and two ears and one mouth. So use it in that proportion. Wow. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's the first thing. Okay. Um, how long does it persist to be really the, fun. you know, like taking, <laughs> taking in four times as much as is going out? Uh, you're going to have to be the judge of, of that. But I, I, I always say you gotta, you got to listen and pay attention and assess for, I don't know, 30, 60, 90 days, uh, probably 90 days. Um, if you're the type of person who's always go, 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 get at them, figure this out, and maybe intellectually you're moving a lot faster than the average Joe, um, you're going to have to find out what the dance step is in that new place mm-hmm. and, and dance in cadence with their step. And so here you are arriving on the scene, beautiful new job. You're all bright and shiny. And I want you just to be the observer and take it in um, and just take notes. I'd say you're probably going to have to feel like you're holding back. It's probably what it's going to feel like to you. Sure knowing that you have to be a little bit vigilant on this tendency to fix things and, and maybe uh, call things out or notice things that other people may not be noticing. So just sit back a little bit. Now, with that being said, perhaps the fix it or the solve things is coming from a place that may not be fully aligned with your soul. It may be coming from a place of needing to be seen, validated, wanting to be appreciated and perhaps some of that could be tempered by you feeling within yourself that you are enough and that you are loved and you are appreciated from a divine place mm-hmm. and, and helping yourself balance that alignment of I am enough. I am perfectly placed here. I'm providing value getting into the dance rhythm with this new company and then checking yourself. Am I wanting to share to show how smart I am? Am I wanting to share because that person isn't doing their job and I want to help them? So you're going to have to be your own uh, guardrails, if you will. You're going to have to pay attention to how you feel and really ramp up your alignment with your soul and your purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you say that you're the fixer, can you tell me a little bit about what that feels like for you? Um, I actually had to do a job shadow this week, and that was part of the interview okay. process. And okay. something that came up with a visit to a client um, was something that it it was a pretty common kind of everyday issue that may occur in this job with clients and the response I got later after talking to the gentleman I was shadowing with was, well, you know, we've dealt with this from this customer before. It's a very common recently Mm -hmm. complaint. It it doesn't Mm -hmm. seem like anyone's able to fix it. No one will take accountability or no one will say, you know, it's our fault. We're we're messing that up because there Mm -hmm. are multiple other business partners at play. And okay. so it was kind of upsetting for me to hear this gentleman say, well, 
no one's no one's able to fix it because no one will take will take will claim it and nobody mm-hmm. knows where it's actually no one can even say where it's actually the problem is going on okay and yeah that was such okay. a huge flag for me because i'm i'm able to recognize okay i think i know exactly why that's happening i think i know where the problem is mm-hmm. and um okay it feels good so I kind of get what you're saying. There's going to be an urge maybe to show off at first yes, because, hey, I, right. you know, I yes. know this stuff. Right. And then balance that with, yes. um, I'm kind of envisioning maybe it's going to be more of encouraging other people to see the problem too so that the proper person who really can fix it or act on it, you know, enable them to help themselves is how I might yes. start looking at it. Yes. And, and and there's a few words uh, that you're talking about that I think are important to highlight. And the first word is caring. Yes. Okay. So when you go from being show-off to caring, uh, there's yes. a shift in your energy. There's a shift in authenticity. And there's a opening of the soul versus the intellect. Um I had a, a physician who I worked with years ago who said to me, and I love these these words, no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Yes. And so that that's on anything, really. But when we look at it from the job perspective, if we're coming from a caring perspective, we're already opening the soul. That's a vibrational level that's, that's soul-based. The intellect does mm-hmm. not help us. Okay, the intellect is 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 a slow vibrating aspect of who we are, and let's just say that if you see a problem, do you have to be the one that fixes it? No, I I don't have to always be the one to fix it. I get frustrated when I see everyone else just not not care. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like okay. oh, we we can't so, do anything about so that. If, that. That's too yeah. small of a thing. Well, you know. And, and when you say that, you're in judgment, so you're immediately shutting your soul down. Yeah. Okay? So True. if we stay in this caring thing, the next uh, word that I think has more soul vibration is to be concerned. Yeah. Okay? So when we are caring about a, a potential a, a problem, uh, that's great. And so it's like, well, why do I care more than everyone else? Judgment. So you want to just make sure you mm-hmm. back off on the judgment piece because that's going to block that beautiful caring energy. And then yes. if you're like concerned, huh, you know, this client problem, sh- probably the client's not too happy. I'm concerned about how that might impact them and us versus a judging of why haven't we fixed this? Why hasn't someone else paid attention to this? Now, you're a new kid on the block. You're not going to be welcome into solution mode until you are welcomed into the culture. Mm-hmm. So as long as there's no one bleeding to death, uh, I think you're okay just kind of being the observer, caring, concern, interested, curious curious. I'm curious um, if this and this, what then happens? Not curious in a 
knock him over the side of the head curious like, you mean to tell me this and this? So if you're curious about something, you're actually opening the puzzle up. Mm-hmm. And I got to say to you, you might be the smartest person in the entire room. You might be the smartest person that they've ever hired. It doesn't matter unless they know who you are, they feel trust, they know that you care about the company and everyone's skin, so to speak. And then mm -hmm. you can open the layers and start to understand things and create relationships with people based on the caring, concern, and curiousness that you would bring to the table. If you well, would and I like approach what you said. Your... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Mm -hmm. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Well, I like what you said a moment ago about um, shifting the focus from, you know, why are they not fixing this to if we don't fix this, what might happen? And from a business mm -hmm. perspective, you know, that's con I'm concerned about that. This We could lose this customer. They're not going to buy this from us anymore, you know? Yeah. And, and from a and, curious perspective, it would be like, hey, has anyone else um, ever stopped buying from us because of this? Mm-hmm. That's a curious, non-defensive type of question, don't you think? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, how, and that's also good because it, it also opens the door to, well, how big is this problem really? Maybe it's just something I'm really excited about and I think it's awful, but right. from there, exactly. you know, from the big picture, well, mm -hmm. really, we don't, we don't want to invest, you know, too much energy on this particular thing, you know. Mm -hmm. if, if they're willing to lose the customer's interest over that, maybe it's not as big a problem as I think it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, and, and here's the thing. So you're checking out your ego, your intellect, and you're going into the soul level mm -hmm. where you've got caring, concern, curiosity. And if someone else has a solution or if someone else has um, awareness or information for you, isn't that a beautiful thing? Does it does it matter if you're the one who's spotlight? Here's the problem and the solution. No, I mean I'm, I'm at the at the end of the day. I just want them to be happy. I want their problem solved. Right, that's right. So I think if you come from those levels of soul vibration, you're going to have a higher resonance of rapport with your coworkers and rapport with your clients and let's throw the fourth C in there compassion yes okay there you go take those four C's with you to your new job and congratulations again thank you we'll be back We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. When listeners like you contribute to Unity Online Radio, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. Go to UnityOnlineRadio.org and click on Donate to make a one-time donation. 
or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Mindful Moment with Reverend Wendy Craig Purcell from Unity San Diego discussing change and transition. And as we begin to really identify the endings in our lives, to deal with them completely and wholly, to heal from them as we must, as we are willing to be in a time of not knowing, a time of uncertainty, but a time of trusting that there is a blueprint, there is a plan, there is a destiny. As we move successfully through these experiences, we will find that we are evolving and emerging into something new and different. And everyone and everything that has been happening in your life, both the things that are easy and good and pleasant, and those things that are challenging and painful and difficult, are drivers for your own evolution. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. What if you could start each day with a positive outlook, remembering you are a divine expression of God? Daily Word is a booklet of daily devotionals offering positivity that's downright contagious. With a print subscription or by email, you can pause to reflect on how to practice spirituality in your human experience. Reading Daily Word takes about a minute a day, so you can feel uplifted every morning. Visit dailyword.com to subscribe. Join your favorite spiritual teachers for the most extraordinary Soul Fest of the year, November 2nd through 5th at the Celebrate Your Life Conference in Phoenix, Arizona. This transformational weekend event features some of the world's leading spiritual new thought leaders, including Marianne Williamson, Neil Donald Walsh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Caroline Mace, Greg Braden, Denise Lynn, and more. Unity listeners save an additional $75 off with coupon code UNITY. Visit CelebrateYourLifeEvents.com. That's CelebrateYourLifeEvents.com and register today. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore and other legendary Unity teachers with Reverend Bob Brock and Unity Classic Radio. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Central, Bob shares original radio transcripts from the Unity Archives with truth students worldwide. Explore these timeless teachings and learn how to apply them to your life today. Listen live or on demand. You can also connect with Reverend Bob on his Unity in Action Facebook page. Tune in every Tuesday here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we're back. And please do call in. I love talking to you live and helping you with real life situations. Today we're talking about is your soul hiding at work? And this is a beautiful conversation that I love to have because most of us are walking around the planet, living our lives, experiencing things and thinking that everything's perfectly acceptable. Meanwhile, our soul is in a small teeny little package inside of us and we're getting bombarded and we're doing things we've always done. And we think that there might not necessarily be another way. This is just what life is all about. I had a client um, several months back who was finishing my workshop and she said, Mo, you know, this is how I felt before the workshop. I felt like I was in a 
hundred-foot deep pit. At the bottom, all I could see was the pit, and I just figured that's what my life was going to be like. I just thought this is what life is. I've always been told it's, you know, not a always a pleasant experience. I've always been told to kind of like just put up with it. And then when I started working with you, you told me how to stand up. And when I stood up, I realized it was only three feet deep. And she gave me such a beautiful visual of what it is to have your soul shut down and settle and be stuck and settling versus standing in your power with your soul shining and you can look out over the horizon of possibilities and you reignite your imagination and you become open-hearted, open-minded. The caller I just talked to was a perfect experience of what that's all about. As I was listening to her talk about the excitement of a new job and she had done a, a walk, like a walkthrough with a, a potential new coworker just to kind of get a feel of the job. She's already noticing problems. She wants to jump on them because she's a fixer and a doer and get stuff done. That's coming from a place that isn't the soul. Now, she may well in her soul be loving and caring and want to help. That's great. But when we're new at work, or even if we're not new, even if we've been there for 10 years, if we come at something from a I'm better than you, from a I see things you don't see, that's coming from judgment. And judgment is not in alignment with the soul. Take notes, assess, figure out things that you need to take care of, but have that openness of engagement with your soul as you explore life and work. I'm going to give you another example of how our soul hides and how we can bring it to life. When we are told something about ourselves that let's just say is not true. Let's say we are told that we're not good with numbers. Let's say that happened when we were eight and nine and 10 and a math teacher told us and we get a C on a test and we see our best friend doing really well in math. We keep concluding that we're not good with numbers. And what happens is that we don't even try. We've completely sealed the deal with our identity. And so when we seal the deal with our identity, our imagination is frozen out. So at work, we're told lots of things. You're not invited to this meeting. You can't present well. You know, when you talk at meetings, no one really wants to listen because you're always saying the negative things. Perhaps you make a mistake and maybe your boss isn't the best person at handling mistakes and perhaps you get totally shut down and you don't ever want to bring anything forward ever again. I see this all the time in the women I work with. Either a mistake or something was misunderstood and they were completely shut down in a very abrupt way. And now they don't want to bring anything forward. Now they don't want to talk about anything important. They're afraid of getting that treatment again. And I know in talking with women and working with women over the years and my own personal experience as well in the corporate world, that there's 
waves of that having happened as a young girl as well. So we get the assault not only in real time at work, but it ripples back into who we are at a deep level. This is how the soul begins its hiding. It was hurt once. It was shut down. We try to bring it back up by being smart and seeing things and wanting to do good. And then it gets shot back down. So we go undercover. We crawl into that pit. We don't want to feel bad. Our soul is a bright, shiny, beautiful aspect of who we are. And when it gets shot down and injured and hurt, it wants, you want, we want to cover it up. So, of course, it's going to hide. And your consciousness template is the lens of how you bring things that are happening to you into your soul, into your consciousness. You take information and you attach meaning to it based on a past experience. And this is how we're wired. It's not your fault. This is how we're wired. In order to access your soul and take yourself to the next level, however, you have to navigate around the template. You have to open yourself up in new and more imaginative ways to bring your soul back to life. We talked earlier about having identity that's equal to the reflection you see in your favorite pet. And those aspects of who we are that are reflected in our pet are brilliant aspects of who we are and they bring our energy back up. And you're like, well, is it really that simple? And it is. How about this is another way to open your soul up. Think about a hero or heroine from a book or a movie or a story or comics or something that you saw as a young person. You thought, I'm going to be just like Wonder Woman. I love how she's fearless and she takes care of evil in the world. And she totally rocks her confidence level. I love how she does that. Now, our intellect knows that it's a superhero and not really true. And we could never really be like that or wear that leotard and get away with it. (laughs) We know intellectually that that's never going to happen. But our soul sees characteristics and beauty of expression and power that we relate to and resonate with, and we get turned on at the soul level. We get excited to think about solving problems and, 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 and conquering evil. We get excited. That excitement, that desire to do that also is our soul's power. It's our soul peeking up and saying, yeah, here I am. I'm Wonder Woman. And how we can be her in our life is the way that we can interpret what we see from that heroine and those characteristics from her. How can I be that in my work? How can I be that in my life? And when we have that identity infusing through us, we now have words and a new template for being. I'm going to be Wonder Woman. Yeah. So as a coach, I fight off evil. As a coach, I help lift people. As a coach, I help others ward off danger. I'm my superhero self. 
And that is my soul. If you'd like to have a little bit of coaching on bringing that hiding soul back to life, please feel free to call in. I'd love to talk to you at 816-251-3555. It's a fantastic conversation that I have all the time with my clients. And I love this because we're using the mirror of what you see as a reflection back to enhance your soul's energy. And so when I identify with the Wonder Woman inside of me, I'm not saying that I'm a Wonder Woman. What I'm taking is the template of what resonates with me. And when I'm resonating with the positive, powerful aspects of that superhero, I am able to access those powerful aspects of my superhero soul. I am able to be that version of me. And if I'm not accessing my superpower self, I am not alive. If I'm not accessing the beautiful aspects of who I am at a being level, I'm not serving myself or anyone else. I can't coach from the intellect. I can't be who I am by thinking through life. This is not how we are our superhero self. When we come alive from our soul, we are living in our authenticity. We are serving our own beautiful power and we are, by definition, able to then see the beauty and the power and the soul of others. And when we do that, like my first caller today, she's going to be able to solve problems and fix things at a level that's going to connect with other beings rather than being some intellectual know-it-all. And she mentioned being basically alienated from other places of work because she was always the one that had the right answer and the do this. Intellectually, if we're leading with that, we are not connecting with other souls. And that's also coming from this thing I don't like to talk too much about, but it's the ego. And why don't I like to talk about the ego too much is because when we focus on that, we enhance it. So I like to focus on enhancing the soul. I like to put the energy and the imagination and the expansion on the soul. Let's focus on building the soul's energy. Let's focus on bringing you up rather than talking about what we don't want. Because that, my friends, is exactly what works in the world as well. And these are scientific principles as much as they are spiritual principles. A quantum physicist will tell you that if you look at something with an expectation that it's going to be that, you can literally change electrons from waves to particles based on your expectations. 
if you're curious about this, you can Google wave particle duality and you can see all of the thousands of experiments that have been done over the past, I believe, about 50 years. When the observer expects to see particles, the electrons appear as particles. When the observer expects to see waves, the electrons behave as waves. We are literally moving matter in alignment with our commitment to what we believe to be true. And this is what happens every single day of your life. And if what you believe to be true is that your soul is going to get assaulted at work, and if what you believe to be true is that backwards look that you got from your boss means that you're not worthy, then that's what you're going to believe to be true, and that's how you're going to navigate your life. I'm going to offer you a suggestion to focus on your soul and your soul's energy so that you can bring that back up to life and you can navigate the world with your soul's power. And when you do that, you actually become your own superhero because that soul's power becomes impermeable to the glance from the boss. It becomes impermeable to someone who might think that you're not good enough with numbers. When your soul's energy is vibrating at a high level, you're a soul creature in your perfection walking on this planet Earth. And you will, therefore, see things from that perspective. You will see the good in situations. You will see the beauty in other people. You will see solutions and work with others in a creative, collaborative way. Not because you're trying to be collaborative, but because that's who you are at a soul level. And when you're walking around the earth and working in your job as a soul, oh, life gets so much better. Life actually now can fulfill its promise to you. Because the promise that you were born onto this earth with is that you were going to have a good time and you were going to be free and happy and joyful. That was the promise. So go into that physical plane, Mo, and go have fun and be free and joyous and go play with other souls and make the planet a better place through your expansion. That's all of our destinies. And the journey that we've received gives us a knock over the head, a glance that makes us feel bad, a story about not being good with numbers, an intellect that wants to fix things that other people can't see. This journey gives us things to work with. And if we take that as negative feedback and hide our soul's power, we're in pain. We're in pain because our soul is not living out its purpose and its destiny. And why I'm a bring your soul to work career coach is because I have found that this work that we do in the world that we spend eight to 10 hours a day with is the absolute gateway to uncovering who we are, what we want to do in the world and what the beautiful aspects of our soul are. I've not met one person in the work that I've done as a coach who's the same soul as the next person. 
they might have core values that are the same that they see from taking the characteristics from their pet. They may resonate with Wonder Woman like I do, but they're unique and different. The other aspects of our soul that I'd like you to bring out of hiding are your natural gifts and talents. And I'm going to emphasize the word natural. Natural gifts and talents are not things that you've necessarily learned because that's not natural. <laughs> that's learned. <laughs> but there are some things that you're naturally good at that you may have learned how to be better at, but you came with a natural ability to do certain things, to organize. Perhaps you're naturally a good organizer. Perhaps you're naturally good at putting on events and gatherings. Perhaps you're naturally good with numbers. I had a client uh, a little bit ago. Um, she's a chief financial officer at a company. And when I was getting to know her at the beginning of our coaching work, we were uncovering her soul and finding out who she is at a deep level, going through these exact same exercises that I'm talking about with you today. And I said, hey, tell me, tell me about a project that you did that you really feel proud of. And she's like, well, I can't really think of one. I said, come on, you're the CFO of this company. Clearly, you've done some things that have been pretty amazing. Well, you know, when our company was small and we were acquiring other companies, I created a, a model template for us to do acquisitions. I said, tell me about that. She said, oh, I set up a spreadsheet and it was pivot tables and this and that and blah, 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 blah. And all people had to do was put in some key business indicators and and we'd be able to see what that company really looked like in a in a graph I said wow that's impressive I've been around the corporate block and that's impressive work she goes that was really easy I just blah 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 <laughs> she discounted it because it was easy for her because it's her natural gift and talent I'm going what and she's like, oh, it was nothing. It's just blah, 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 blah. Most of us have a blind spot for how awesome we are with our natural gifts and talents because they come so easily to us. And frankly, we think that's no big deal. Because frankly, it kind of is no big deal because it's our superpowers. It's our natural gifts and talents. And that's just easy for us. This woman had such ease with thinking through numbers and analytics and, and working within spreadsheets. Now, of course, she had to learn how to use spreadsheets, but her acumen for it and how, her, how, her, how she processed information and put it together and, and, and assimilated it was just outstanding. No big deal. It came so easily to her. When I shown the mirror back to her, big smile came over her face. She was a very shy woman. She kind of smiled broadly, got a little flushed in the face. And I said, do you see how amazing that is that you did that? It took her a while to accept her brilliance. It took her a while to see it. That mirror was very fogged over. And when I kept reminding her, and then I said, because you did that, you can now do this. And because you did that, 
They're going to count on you to do this. So you have to keep showing up as that brilliant person there. Over the time that we worked together, she saw that her contributions and her way of thinking and her insights and impact for the company were important. Now you might say, well, she's a CFO. Of course she thought they were important. No, she was still hiding her soul. When she brought her soul up, she was able to speak at meetings more confidently, share information. She was able to be the full version of herself. She had to recognize for herself her brilliant natural gifts and talents. It was an amazing recognition, and most of the clients I work with have to put sunglasses on, literally, when I help see help them see their beautiful brilliance. If you'd like to get some of this work going and you'd like to work a little bit more deeply on bringing your soul to work, you can always go check out my free training, which I'll give you that URL for that. And that's mofall.com slash masterclass. I have a free training masterclass, five shifts, I talk about the ways that we can open up our soul. And if you'd like to get started and possibly work with me, uh, we can talk about that in a free career clarity call. And that web address is mofall.com slash give me clarity. That's the way I work with people on their careers. We do a discovery call, a clarity call, and then we get to work at what's really going on here. If your soul is hiding If what's slowing you down in your career path is because your soul is hiding, I can help uncover that for you and help show you ways that we can bring that back to life. It does take some work to bring that soul back to life if you've spent several decades hiding because you didn't know another way. It may take some time to shine that soul back up, but today I've given you three really cool, easy-to-use exercises to bring your soul out of hiding because that workplace pushes our souls down. If we don't know any better, if we don't know how to bring that back out of hiding, we can lose our soul's brightness. We can be such a dim light that we hardly even feel alive anymore. So take a look at the aspects of a beautiful pet that resonated with you. Take a look at a superhero heroine or hero of a story a book, a movie, or maybe it's a family member. A lot of my clients identify a father or a grandfather, a grandmother who was the matriarch of the family. There's someone at some point in your life that you said, yeah, that's cool. I'd like to be more like that. And then the last aspect, what are you really good at? That's so easy for you. Are you good at event planning? Are you good at numbers? Are you good at seeing the best in people? Are you good at, I have a woman who was good at making cupcakes. Yes, she had to learn how to make cupcakes as a young girl, but this was something that she brought her creativity to. And I was able to help her see how that natural talent she can bring into her finance work. And when she saw her soul show up through the cupcake making, she was able to translate that into her work as a director of finance for a healthcare company. She was able to enliven those aspects of creativity, uniqueness, sharing, 
generosity, making something, collecting things and putting it together and help helping other people enjoy. These are all aspects of how we bring our soul alive. And if you're like most of the human beings walking on this planet, your work may have dimmed your soul and you may have had no other choice but to hide it. And when you hide your soul, you don't feel good. You don't feel good at all when you hide your soul. So let's bring your soul back to life. Let's bring your soul to work and let's get you into a dream job that feels really, really good to you. I want you to feel really, really good 24 seven because that's what you were divinely put on this planet to do, to feel great and to be a great, beautiful, shining soul. So you can be that for others. I love talking about this topic because it is so important for all of us in humanity to bring our souls to work. Next show, I'm going to talk about how the gremlins take control of us this week. I want you to focus on your superpowers and bring your soul out of hiding. This is Coach MoFall. You can find me at MoFall.com. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.